Hey, I'm Jen. In life, I've learned that adversity is a stranger to no one. The way we cope is a huge indicator of our character. We want to make choices from confidence, empowerment, and trust instead of letting our circumstances control us. Let's talk about how. This is episode Q, Q&A part three. Hello, thank you for joining me, my podcast friends. Man, you guys really delivered this time. Thank you so much. I received 19 questions, so I went ahead and added a 20th question, so it would be a nice even number, and plus I love the game 20 questions. So we will just jump right into it. In the interest of time, we will skip the segments for this week. So here are the questions. The first one that was sent in was, who is your dream guest to interview? And I would have to say Jody Moore. <laughs> she got me into this whole podcasting world and was kind of my mentor, even though she didn't know that. And I look up to her in a lot of ways. And her podcast is amazing, better than happy. I've mentioned her several times and it would just be a dream to have her on my podcast. I recently interviewed Kodiak Cakes and whew, that was a dream. That one is going to release in a few weeks, but... Even that felt like I was interviewing someone so famous. (laughs) Okay, number two. How do you not let someone's hurtful words or actions affect you? It's a great question. Very big. I had to think about that one for a while. There's a quote that I like about how when others hurt you, you just think of them like sandpaper. Their words or actions are refining you, changing you helping you become a better person and they're going to be left useless because after you use sandpaper for a while that rubs off and can't use that piece anymore and you end up beautiful and stronger and more resilient. So as hard as it is not to take things personally, that's the key to it is just not to take it personally, even though it feels so directed at you or like a reflection of your character but it's not. They don't know the real you. They have never been you. They can't fully understand your circumstances. So just try to neutralize it as much as possible. Those were just words that were said or actions that were done. And again, without knowing your situation, just move forward. But I'm so sorry that you're suffering with whatever happened or whatever someone said. Number three, what's your way of showing up for yourself every single day? Hmm, such a good question. I was trying to think about this, and I guess the main thing that I do to show up for myself every day is stay hydrated. I love, love, love water, especially ice water. And lately I've been so into beverages, whether it's apple juice or chocolate milk or a soda. I love the Malibu from Swig. It's root, well, you can choose the the beverage. I think originally it's Dr. Pepper, but I choose A&W and it has coconut in it, so... tastes so good. Number four, what are three unique skills that have helped you become successful? Hmm. Public speaking is a big one. I took a public speaking class in college and I don't know that it really helped. Maybe, I don't know, but I think just having to give talks at such young ages or being in front of crowds, I've just developed a skill of sorts of public speaking. I'm not saying by any means that I'm great at it. But I don't get nervous when I talk in front of people, big crowds, it's fine. And again, I feel like I 
I just have a lot of interests and hobbies and things like that. So kind of as a result, I'm not excellent at any of them per se. I just enjoy doing a lot of them. <laughs> so I dabble in a lot. Next, I would say graphic design. That's always been an interest of mine. I think it started with quotes, just organizing them and making them look pretty and using cute fonts, all those types of things. I love making flyers or worksheets. I made worksheets a lot for my students, those types of things. And I guess I've just developed an eye for it over time. It's funny to me when I see a sentence that's posted somewhere or I read it and all the words are on one line except for one word at the very end is on the next line. So I've learned to kind of, you know, press enter in the middle so that it looks evenly spaced and those types of things. Kind of nerdy, but you know. Oh, I have to pause every once in a while to catch my breath. I am very close to delivering my baby, so I am very out of breath, but we're almost there. And the last skill I would say is resourcefulness. I've mentioned this a lot of the times before. I use the word resourceful rather than creative just because I feel like I'm able to utilize what's around me, notice things, perceive things that may otherwise be missed, and I just use them to my benefit. Okay, number five. What advice would you give your younger self? I really like this question. It's very insightful. I would tell her to just be confident, be comfortable in her skin. Who cares what people think, even though it's hard to separate that from your own thoughts, but just really be you. Be who you were meant to be. Number six. What does your morning routine look like? Hmm. Well, my kids are my alarm clock, so when they come in, we get up and we eat breakfast. After I've gotten them breakfast, I eat breakfast and read my scriptures on my phone, do the daily wordle, check my email, and then it's either preschool for Rowan, pretty soon it's going to be summer, or we play with toys, and then it's lunchtime, and then nap time, and we just keep going through the day. Number seven, what's your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? I saved this one to answer for last because I couldn't really think of what my biggest failure was, but then I thought of something. So I would say that my biggest failure was being the victim in a situation a couple years ago. I was a teacher, a school teacher, and my team and I were going through some drama and one of the teachers called me out and said I was being the victim and it was a good slap in the face because that was really the catalyst for when I started to regain control of my emotions and my thoughts and just really separating circumstances from feelings. So remember, whenever you have a problem or a feeling or an emotion, acknowledge it, name it, work through it. Brene Brown said, when we numb the dark, we also numb the light. So don't numb it. Don't sleep it under the rug. Don't fall privy to it. Let it crush you. You're the boss. You're in charge. Take control and work through it. Okay, number eight. What is your end goal? And I assume with this one, the person meant, what's your end goal with the podcast? Since these are podcast questions. Uh... I think just remaining consistent till the end, whenever this adventure does end, uh, 
I've probably mentioned before that I would love to publish my compilation of quotes. And so just using this podcast to get the word out there, using it as a platform to introduce myself and get quotes out into the world. And of course, it would be a dream to eventually get paid for this podcast. But again, that's just a dream, not necessarily something I'm focused on per se, unless it happens. I don't know. I haven't decided if I wanted to pursue it that intensely yet. Okay, number nine, I like this question. What is your favorite word? I've mentioned before that I'm a word nerd. (laughs) I would say my favorite word is serendipity. I just love the thought of stumbling upon something you weren't even expecting. I've told my husband before that I don't like surprises unless they're genuine. You can't say, oh, I have a surprise for you, or ooh, something's happening tonight, or even overhear someone talking about it because that diminishes the surprise. It's not a surprise anymore. It's something that you know is inevitable and is going to happen. So yeah, with serendipity, I had a work shift at Macy's one night and I was going to pay for my dinner that day. And I realized that I had left my wallet in my check stand because I work at Macy's. And so I had started checking out at self-checkout and I walked over to get my wallet. And when I came back, somebody else was scanning their items in the checkout that I was using. They didn't realize that someone was already there. And I said, oh, let me clear this out for you because I was an employee there. And he said, oh, no, 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 I'll just get it. This was my mistake. I didn't realize that someone was already here. And so he just paid for my meal, even though I insisted I could do it. So that was a nice serendipitous moment. Number 10, halfway there. (laughs) What are you not very good at? Hmm. (laughs) I put thinking on the spot which is kind of funny since most of these questions I'm trying to just think on the spot and answer right away with what comes to mind. But I really love prior notice if I'm going to public speak or (laughs) talk about something or give an answer because, you know, someone asks you something and then it's as if you've never had an experience with that or never, or you just have no clue what to say. It's, It's hard to think on the spot. Our brains are so full of memories and ideas and thoughts and experiences that it's hard to sift through them all in a quick second. I remember on my mission, we called them clean your room questions because if you tell your toddler, okay, go clean your room, it's kind of overwhelming and they don't know what to do. They will probably give up. But if you say, okay, put these blocks in this basket, they're able to do that. It breaks it down. So yeah, if you break down the question or again, give yourself time to think about it, it's a lot easier. Okay, this, these next few questions are from my mom's friend. She went to a quilting retreat when I had this question put up in my stories. And so she just asked the people that she was with some questions for my podcast. So that was cool. So these are people that don't know me at all. So of course, the question they first asked was, do you quilt? And I, I would say no. But in high school, I did make some quilt squares. And I really like those because you can just make them into a pillow or you could make a bunch of quilt squares and then make them into a quilt. And that was really fun, but I don't quilt regularly or often. My mom does though. She, again, was at this quilt retreat, but she has gotten into it over the past few years and makes my babies beautiful quilts. So I love it. And then they asked, what is your favorite color? It's purple in case you don't remember. 
my wallet's purple, my keyring's purple, my water bottle's purple, love purple. My wedding colors were all shades of purple, or ombre, <laughs> purple. Then they asked, what do you do for fun? And I would have to say retail therapy. There's just something so satisfying and exciting about buying things in my mind. I just get such a high from it, which I know is bad, but well, and that's a thought too, but it could be bad. <laughs> I try to limit it. And then the last question they asked was, what's your favorite restaurant? And I would say Texas Roadhouse. But my favorite fast food is definitely Chick-fil-A. I've mentioned this before too, but I will be 30 this year on the 30th and I'm having a Chick-fil-A themed birthday party with Chick-fil-A catering and a Chick-fil-A cake, all the things. So number 15. So these are back to the submissions from you. Thank you so much. Again, if you submitted a question, I love it. And if you want to submit a question, you can always do that and I can save it for my next season. So this question says, are you an introvert, extrovert, or both? And I would say both. I love hosting things and being around people and interacting and getting out of my house. <laughs> but I'm also an introvert. I love alone time, reading by myself, being by myself, having the weekend to myself. I would say the main thing that's hard about being an extrovert is when there's a big group of people and you're all conversing. It's hard to assert what you want to say into the conversation. I end up just sitting back and listening to everyone else. So I feel like that's the biggest thing that keeps me as an introvert is it's just better for me to connect with smaller groups of people or one-on-one. -on -one. Okay, what it, number 16, what is your favorite candy bar? Oh, this changes all the time and I go through phases. I went through a Butterfinger phase, a peanut M&M's phase, a Kit Kat phase, and right now my favorite candy bar is a Fast Break. I really do love all Reese's products though, but probably a Fast Break is my favorite. And they're never on sale. Eh, oh well. Okay, number 17. What superpower do you wish you had? And I would say actual effective multitasking because we know that it's kind of impossible to be an effective multitasker, even though we think we can. <laughs> but we're all given 24 hours in a day. So if I could multitask effectively, that would just be super awesome because I could get more things done. Number 18. What is your secret wish? I guess this kind of goes along with being a soup. What superpower would you like? I said read minds, which I know there's a lot of negative that could come with this. You probably wouldn't want to know people's thoughts and that's a pretty private part of people, but sometimes I just really wish I could understand what people are thinking instead of assuming or perceiving, which I know I shouldn't do anyway, but. And number 19, what is your biggest fear? I would say my biggest fear is losing my spouse. I love my husband so much and he's such a big help and I just couldn't even imagine being a single mother. So any of you who are props and strength, because that would be so hard. Okay, and then number 20, <laughs> lame question that I added. What is your middle name? So my middle name is Nicole, which if you say Jen Nicole, it kind of just merges into one word and kind of sounds funny, Jen Nicole. But if you say my full name, Jennifer Nicole Banks, then it sounds great. So I feel like this has made me more conscious about names and naming my children and thinking about 
the middle name and the first name and how they go together, the initials, the abbreviations, the nicknames, all those types of things. But that is my name. Thank you so much for joining me and for submitting the questions and for listening to the questions. I will talk to you again next week. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. You can find me on Instagram at is4adversity or email me at genbank16 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you.